Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, go to PCAPaintEd.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all you non-members out there, sign up for our free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the Apple Store and Google Play. In today's podcast, we feature audio from Brothers of the Brush with Chris Kerfoot. In this episode, Chris catches up with Martin Pygott, better known on Insta as the spraying genius that is aptly named Domestic Graffiti. Martin opens up about the struggles of business and partnerships. They discuss licensing, the trade, and social media communities. Welcome to this episode of the Brothers of the Brush podcast, a podcast by decorators for decorators with me, your host, Chris Kerfoot. Right, so uh, my wife, um, we have uh, her son who's uh, turning 16 on uh, Saturday. Uh, so, yeah, teenage boy, but he's cool. He's really cool. Um, and then we have my two daughters, uh, the twins. They come over uh, twice during the week and then out every other weekend. So it's kind of like joint custody with my ex. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, busy household. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's busy. Busy. We might as well just get straight into expletives because I know they're coming. <laughs> no, I'm not swearing yet. As I said to you earlier, I know you both as, as Mr. and Mrs. McFuckerty because I've seen I've seen your posts on uh, social media and it's just littered with it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's it. we are uh, foul-mouthed. And, and, and the weird thing is, like, most people that meet me, yeah. you know, get to know me, they always kind of think, oh, Martin's really polite, you know, like, yeah. like obviously with clients and, you know, they're... I'm well spoken, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But then when people get to know me, they're just like, Jesus, I had no idea he's as sick as he is, you know, because I have a really dark sense of humor and I'm the most foul mouthed person you'll ever meet. I'm polite. Yeah. But there's, there's yeah, a time and a place for stuff in there. You know, it's, I, I like yeah. to be, I like to be honest, but I like to be polite and honest. You know, I'll say yes, some exactly. crap, but I'll say it politely. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, just, I'm just thinking, I've been trying to trigger what your voice reminds me of. You're probably going to hate me for saying this. Ricky Gervais. Yeah, that's all right. I like him. Yeah. yeah. It, it, was, it was all right. It's, it's got a bit up itself a bit, hasn't it? But it, it was all right yeah. when he was doing Office and that. But it's same character every film now, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's him, though, isn't it? It's just that he, he is what he is, you know. Yeah. He's, uh, he's pretty cool. But, yeah. I'll, I'd, uh, I'd yeah. say more, more David Brent than Ricky Gervais, then. <laughs> Now you've done it. I'm going to hang up. <laughs> so, mo- mo- moving on from uh, David Brent. Yeah. Uh, what what is what is your story in business? How did you get started? But you're not going to get a little guitar out and do us a little ditty on <laughs> David Brent. Let's see, but I've got to hold my phone, otherwise <laughs> I might have a little sing song at the end. No. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, long time ago, my uh, my dad uh, he was a builder, uh, electrician by trade and uh, heating engineer. Uh, and then he kind of got into uh, building 
had lots of guys working for him, chippies, plasterers, ended up with about a firm of about 12 guys working for him. Um, and so I kind of like grew up watching him, you know, living the self-employed kind of boom and bust uh, yeah. lifestyle. Why I went into it, fucked if I know. <laughs> you don't fancy yeah. being a sparky and wearing Adidas Sambas then. <laughs> no, the weird thing is, like, I've, I have always said, like, if I had my time again, I probably would go down that sparky route, but I would kind of go into, like, specialist, like, media yeah. installs or, you know, high, high-end high kind of cinema systems, all that kind of stuff, because that really yeah. interests me. I wouldn't want to be, like, a site sparky or any of that crap. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he was, uh, he ran a building firm, uh, and then in the school holidays, I was always kind of, uh, you know, my dad kind of drummed it into me, like I wasn't allowed to lay in bed, the bastard. <laughs> I'd get up, you know, you're not allowed to lay in bed because his parents were like that with me. I don't know why he did yeah. it to me, but I, I still love him, just. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he'd say, you know, if you, yeah, yeah, exactly. So if he was like, okay, if you want some money, you've got to get up and work for it. So it kind of got instilled into me, you know, have to work for it, all those kind of things. Um, so yeah, in the summer holidays or weekends and stuff, I'd always go and work with him. And I just kind of, the, the one trade that, you know, I tried my hand at loads of other stuff, running cables for him and fetching and gathering and cleaning up, doing all the labor and all that kind of stuff. But the one thing I really, really enjoyed was painting and decorating. And obviously, cause my dad ran his own building firm a lot of the time, you know, if he did, he would kind of view it as. Oh, I'll do the decorating myself, you know, and take the money for it. Yeah. So he was quite a good decorator. Um, and I just kind of like got into it from there, really. Um, I then kind of thought I wanted to go and do kind of, um, uh, there was a firm uh, based like where we used to live out in, uh, out in the countryside who uh, specialised in like barn conversions and uh, period restoration work, you know, flint work, all those really, really nice buildings. Uh, and I really thought, I'm going to go and have a go at that. So I kind of, I went to college uh, and did um, a course in like bricklaying and stonework and all that kind of stuff. And after about 18 months of it, I didn't finish the course. I just kind of got, I felt like I was just getting pushed down that site work, you know, yeah. just becoming yeah. what they call Bodies it. Slasher. Yeah, absolutely. And just, you know, when I was at work, I was just knocking up pug and carrying bricks around. I was a hog carrier for a year and stuff, which was really good money, but it just, it wasn't what I'd kind of signed up for, you know, and I, I was really struggling to try and do what I wanted to do and be creative. So in the end, the firm that I was doing this work for, they, they were always short of painters. So I just kind of put myself forward. I said, look, I can paint. Uh, and that was it. I kind of ended up painting for them uh, for about three years. Uh, and then I got, um, the, 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 uh, I got made redundant from that company um and the guy who I was working for he he, he was like oh, I feel really bad about it but look I've got a massive decorating contract do you do you want to have it I'll give it to you just as a kind of sweetener um I didn't have a clue what I was doing I mean obviously yeah. I knew how to decorate but I didn't know how to run a business at all yeah uh, and I kind of just went for it and I and it paid off you know it was good yeah. and I really enjoyed it you know and I think it was the first time that I was actually out you know going and doing decorating and getting paid for it you know but yeah running it as a business kind of thing and i really really enjoyed it um and then i just that was it i kind of like fell into it um i've i've kind of gone through ups and downs with it um but i've always come back to decorating you know i've gone and i went and lived out in madrid for 18 months um you know and then i was just doing bar work and stuff just when i was younger just to kind of travel about and stuff 
Yeah. Uh, but then I always fall back into decorating. And it's just one of those things, you know, I, I, every once in a while I think, oh, fuck this, you know, I've had enough of it. And, <laughs> you know, I think you know, we all have times you, like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, you go through those days where you get to work and there's crap everywhere. There's chippies running around and you just think this is fucking, this is bollocks. I'm the lowest of the low. You know, and I and I do go to this. <laughs> still get them, you know. And you ask Tommy from Devil and Deckle. Oh, I've I've already heard the rumours that you're known as a diva. I am. You know, <laughs> hands up. I will put my hands up to that. You know, I am the diva because I, yeah. you know, I like things a certain way, and and I always say it to people when we're talking about this, and I get into. Well, you've seen yourself on Brothers of the Brush heated debates about uh, things because I'm passionate about it, and I feel yeah. that you know in. And the one thing I would say is, like, in Germany, the decorator is the highest paid tradesman, which is a, this, that's a fact. Yeah. You know, we're the last in, and we should be respected the most. And we're not in this country. I just think, you we're, know. We're kinda, low, low, are we? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, it, and it really pisses me off. And therefore, you know, I know a lot of the time, decorators, we just got to suck it up, just get on with it, you know, and just stop moaning. But that's why I've got the nickname, the diva, because... I'll walk if I don't like the job. <laughs> so, yeah, I do. I can't wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's an age thing as well. If you, yeah, if you have a routine and routine or system, and somebody upsets it, oh, mate, it just yeah. sets you off on a kilt, and you just see your ass, and that's it. It's off yeah, you go. Exactly. Like if I, yeah, if I come in and someone's like removed my masking when I've specifically said don't do yeah. that, and they <laughs> and there was no need for them to do it. It's fine if you know if, if everyone's got to get on and they had to yeah. do it, but. You know, we did a kitchen when I was working for Tommy and everything was masked up. And there was this one guy, the project manager, who was an absolute arsehole. And he was looking for a switch. And instead of just waiting for the Sparkies to come in and say where the switch was, because they, they knew where it was, he went through and literally punched his hand through every cupboard. And we're talking oh, a 60-door kitchen. Fell end. Oh, mate, I was fuming. Tommy had to, like, just say, right, just calm down. <laughs> yeah i just yeah so anyway that's uh yeah that's me being a diva but yeah so basically i kind of got into decorating and uh yeah i love it i, I do really enjoy it so just just going back on when you said you, you won this big contract as a bit of a suite though when you got made redundant yeah and you, you said you didn't have a clout to run a business mm. how did you learn from there to, to run a business and error. yeah i kind of um and you know it has you know, I've burnt my fingers many, many times, um, but I find, you know, with, with painting and decorating, it's one of those things that you can kind of, you know, you can burn your fingers massively. Obviously, yeah. if you've got a massive firm and you've underpriced or underallowed by two, three weeks and you've got 10 guys on or whatever, it's going to hurt. But if yeah. you're a one-man band and you miscalculate by five litres or 10 litres of paint or two days, it's not the end of the world. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So it's kind of, it's a manageable kind of um Error. Cock up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it, yeah. it still hurts. It's still, you know, yeah. even now, you know, there's some days where I kind of think, oh yeah, I'll get that done in four days, and then you're there six days later, think, fuck. How did oh, I I've, I've had that. I've gone back. I looked this outside. I'm on what well, the treble ladders. I looked at it 18 months ago. Uh, mm. They postponed it last year because they had some other stuff going off that I had to spend money on. Gone back this year. Don't know what's happened, but state of it in a year, difference from one year to another. It's cost me it cost me an extra two tubes of timber build and about an extra day's labour cutting wood out and replacing it. But that's it. But that's your like that that is your profit margin on some of yeah. these jobs because you can't you know you it's there's not a huge amount of profit in painting and decorating unless you're going down the route of 
you know, painting, contracting, massive, yeah. massive job. You've got some huge clients and you're lucky. I mean, there's only a limited amount of money that you can charge someone to paint their lounge or paint their windows and stuff. Because yeah, otherwise, well, you know, I, was, I was going to touch on that because it's like, it's like the Sparky when he says you'd, you'd probably like to do Sparky, but I am doing installs. I mm. often think, should I have been a Sparky? Should I have been a plumber? Some way you've got to have not so much a license where you've got to have a ticket. Exactly. Because people can't just have a go themselves. They've got know, to get somebody in. Exactly. And that's one of the hardest things for like painters and decorators because you get a lot of guys who are like, you know, uh, semi-retired who kind of think give up their jobs, you know, firemen, postmen, yeah. all sorts who get into painting and decorating. And they can be really good. You know, it's no disrespect to them. It's absolutely yeah. fine. But you're competing against them. You're also competing against all the other good guys, and you're also competing with the homeowner or yeah. the landlord or whoever it is that you're doing the work for. And that is the trouble because there's that, you know, that saying that we all hear and we all hate, if you can piss, you can paint. <laughs> you know, is, we know as good decorators, it's fucking bullshit, you know, and yeah. it is completely wrong. There's a massive yeah. difference between someone who can paint a room and a decorator, you know, yeah. or like skilled. You, you're, you know, paying, you're paying for the knowledge of the person knowing what to put on as well. Exactly. You know, you're yeah. talking about years experience. You know, you, there's some people who can, I know clients who can paint or wallpaper a room probably better, you know, wallpapering than I can. But yeah. you ask them about, you know, how are we going to do repair care outside or, you know, yeah. what products we're using a damp situation, blah, blah, blah. That's what you're paying for, you know, and, and that is the trouble with painting, decorating. Like you say, if we were sparkies people won't start wiring up you know you might wire a plug but you're not going to go and start wiring in a, a hog yeah. what do you know what i mean or like a gas fitter yeah. you're not allowed to touch your boiler and that is yeah. that is the trouble. so we're competing against a much much bigger kind of group of people and, and that's why it's difficult to get it, established it, i think it'd be nice as a finishing trade to get to a point like they are in germany way top of tree because you're making everybody else's work a lot smart mm. but do, you, do you think it'd be a bonus if you were sort of licensed to be that trade i think so i think there yeah. needs to be some kind of i i mean it, it would be impossible to please but i think it's almost you know I, th I think originally that kind of cis scheme was designed originally to have that kind of thing you know yeah. that kind of oh yeah you know i'm a qualified decorator you know and you can't yeah. get those cards unless you've done your two-year apprenticeship but i mean there were many loopholes on that weren't there yeah exactly i mean it, it meant absolutely nothing you know and i've had apprentices uh, and loads of guys work for me and over the years who have come out and they say oh, they phone me up and say oh yeah i'm you know fully qualified i finished my college course and they're fucking shit <laughs> and, no, and, and 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 no disrespect to them yeah in this you know if we're turning out people into the trade like that I, and I know there's that whole kind of thing, oh, oh, you know, you learn most of the stuff when you're out on site, which is true. You know, they can't yeah. teach you the site stuff and they can't teach you how to be quick. They can't teach you the tricks of the trade and all those kind of things. Yes, we will learn outside, but don't turn them out when they can't hang line in paper. Don't turn them out when they don't know the simple basics of yeah. what they're to use. And, and it's embarrassing. And I yeah, think well, it's the young, the young lad with me, Ryan, he's, I says to him, I've been showing him spraying. I says to him, have you done any spraying at college? Yeah, we did spray. I says, what wore it? He says, a wall in a booth, because there's still on booths like there was when I was there. Six foot square wall with an HVLP and that's it. It's all he's done. That's what I mean. That's yeah. what I mean. They say, oh yeah, I'm qualified to spray. 
I mean, you know yourself, spraying is just, it's a vertical learning curve and it is hard yeah. Yeah, to do. Same <laughs> yeah, the same as yeah. wallpapering, all these like specialist skills and stuff. That should be a separate yeah. course, you know, year, two years to become qualified at the very, very basic. And I think that's, that's what's wrong. And I think like, my personal take on it is that is, that fuels that whole fire that we're crap, you yeah. know, decorators as shit, you know, and we get treated badly because, you know, the, the carpenters have to know what they're doing. Do you know what I mean? They know they need yeah. to, whereas a painter just turns out, oh, look, there's a guy who's got, you know, 50 quids worth of paintbrushes and a roller in a bucket. And yeah. that's, you know, and I don't want to be stuck in the bucket with those dickheads. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know, I know there's some trying to address the thing. There's obviously there's there's many training opportunities as we both know. Uh, I think at the moment I don't know where they're going. Whether they're going to take the money from colleges and and expand it further, but I think probably Dulux is probably getting nearest to that with training courses because mm. uh, that's probably the nearest thing to a qualification you're going to get on the training course. Yeah, I mean, I think you know that obviously. You and I know, you know, there's a, uh, there's a couple of courses out there and stuff. And uh, obviously some of it's been controversial is it, you know, uh, hasn't been plain sailing for the guys that are doing it. Yeah. Uh, I have the utmost respect for, you know, anybody who's trying to, you know, raise the bar. Um, and, and, and I do, and I mean that, you know, the guy, uh, uh, Jamie Bourne, I think is yeah. a, he's doing his course as well. That's amazing. Uh, the paint tech guys, you know, they're raising the bar as well. Um, and I think, you know, obviously Dulux, I know, uh, very good friends with Tony Pearson Young, who does a lot of the spray courses there. And, and I think it's moving in the right direction, but until that is becomes like an actual accredited course. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I yeah. don't think it will. I, I don't think there's enough money for, well, for any of these trades, but especially painting, decorating, I think it's seen as a, oh, you know, it's, it's crap and there's not enough respect for it. And it, it's... I, when, when, I mean, you're you're a few years younger than me, but when I left school, it was classed as a job for thick kids that didn't pay attention. Yeah, you know. But the, yeah. as you know, now a lot of decorators are educated, aren't they? You know, it's yeah, the, we're, we're not knuckle scrapers the, anymore. Yeah, exactly. I mean, some of the brainiest guys I know, like, are really like top end decorators. You know, yeah. and yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, some of the guys that you see when you do go into Johnston's and <laughs> the Gillot store or something, Jesus. They are like a yeah, different breed. And yeah, it does, one, you know. And, one and strap chaps. <laughs> one strap on overalls and split up between legs like cowboys chaps. Yeah, and just that, you know, that, that rubber trousers because they've just been plying it with cork. Do you yeah. know what I mean? They've got like the company T-shirt and you can't even read it because it's just splattered in paint. So I have some fucking respect. Yeah. I have some presentation. Oh, honestly, yeah. yeah. And it really annoys me, you know, or, or guys like painting, they turn up in tracksuit bottoms and jeans and stuff. It's like, come on, let's have have a bit. If you want respect and you want to earn some good money, we all need to pull together and stop fucking dragging it into the gutter. Sorry, I'm yeah. swearing. No, fine. I, I, was, I was asked the other week, uh, there was a post on Insta and I answered to it. Uh, somebody put a picture on the vehicle. I'll not mention the name because he is a decent kid. And it says, do you think it matters? Does do people think it matters to uh, potential clients when your vehicle looks like this? And I, I sent him a message saying, yeah, it does, because I'd be thinking, if that's how you look after your own shit, what are you going to be like with mine? Yeah. You know, it, it does matter. It do, you do need to look yeah. smart and turn up sort of thing. It's, yeah. 
that's and that is I, I think is one of the biggest things you know was like, have a clean van uh you know clean presentation because you know so so if you're it doesn't matter as much uh i mean it should do but it doesn't matter as much if you're turning up on site and you're covered in paint you know yeah. doing site toshing or whatever yeah what's important but if you're trying to get good top end work top end clients and stuff and you're walking into someone's house that's worth seven eight nine ten million pounds yeah. they got an aston martin outside and you park your shit you know car or van or whatever Dipping oil on drive or block pavers <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> going that's... out with taxi driver style baggy tracksuit bottoms on <laughs> yeah exactly absolutely and and also like, i wouldn't give you know maybe i'm a snob but i if someone came around to my house looking like that smelling like that in a crap van i wouldn't give them the job and i don't care you know they could be <laughs> times a better decorator than i am you know or anyone else it could be the best decorator but if you look like that you're not coming in my house simple yeah. as that yeah if, if that's your own stuff what are you going to be like with mine you know yeah, you can't exactly. look after your own stuff never mind mine exactly and that was yeah. that was why you know when i set up the first company um i really wanted to kind of like treat people's houses as i would expect mine to be treated and i still do that you know, and i have a load of clients always kind of say oh my god it's tidier oh we're a bit embarrassed that we didn't hoover or yeah you know clean before you came and it's like, oh no, no no don't worry and it's like you know a lot of the reviews i get are just uh, oh martin left a place cleaner than it was when he started and it's, it's, it's to me it's, it's it's just natural site etiquette yeah you know you, you clean up at end of every day you don't want someone i don't want to come in from work if i had a tradesman and I think i've got to spend an hour hoovering up after him yeah you know and let's face it you you get to go in rooms that their own family don't even get to go in private rooms like the bedrooms that even their own yeah. family haven't been in you know, yeah, you've got yeah. to have a bit of respect for it. Yeah, definitely. My my dad always used to say to me, like when he was drumming it into my 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 head, he was like, "Doesn't matter how good a job you do, at the end of the day, if you leave a mess, that's the first thing the client's going to see. And you yeah. could do the best bit of wallpapering, the best bit of spraying, the best bit of painting, paint someone's kitchen. It may look lovely. If you leave a pile of crap and an empty coke can on the you know on the floor or whatever, yeah. that's all they're going to see, and that you are instantly just shooting yourself in the foot." Yeah. And it, yeah have some yeah. have some self-respect <laughs> so <laughs> i've I'm, so I'm, I'm just I've, I've written something down there i'm going to throw you a curveball in a bit not oh, a yeah. bad one but i know i know it'll get you probably get you ranting a bit um <laughs> but <laughs> there's quite a few topics i could probably do that way but what's what's been your lowest point in business okay so lowest point of business um was i folded uh, a company that I'd set up. Um, basically, I, I went off and uh, set my own company up, uh, and I started working with a guy uh, who was a very good friend of mine. So we're, we're still friends uh, now. Uh, he was a, another decorator. We've been friends for over like twenty odd years. Really, really good decorator. Um, and he started working for me. Um, wanted to get back into it. He was like, he was, he'd been out. He's kind of gave up and was oh you know working in tesco's and stuff i said look come and work for me get back on the tools and he was a brilliant decorator you know and we, he was a very good friend so we started working together uh and then my accountant had said to me look if he's working for you full time you know you're gonna have to kind of like you know get him a contract sickness pay holiday pay all those kind of things so we came up with the idea of like going as business partners um so we went 50 50 on the business um and he talked a really really good job um and he said yeah i'm gonna 
do the business cards. I'm going to do the branding. I'm going to do this. So we divided it up. I was going to go and price the jobs, uh, run the money side of things, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but he, he, it wasn't deliberate, but he would just never get around to doing anything. He was brilliant yeah. at work. You know, I never had to, I couldn't ever fault his work or like tell him to tidy up. And that was perfect. But outside of work, I'd say, oh, have you done the business cards? Uh, oh, no, no, no. I'll, I'll sort that tomorrow. And it went on and on and on and on the website. Do this, do that, do that, do that. And I was like, after like 18 months of doing that, you know, I was it was getting to the point where I said, right, you're going to have to be on that job. I'm going to have to be on this job. If you need your materials, organize it at the end of the week. You know, otherwise the guys right. buy anything to paint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had like four guys working for us at the time. Um, and we had loads of work coming in. You know, I was pricing up three, four jobs a week, turning down work. You know, we've booked up. We've doing really really well but I was having to babysit him so I'd get to my job and then he'd be like oh I'm out of undercoat and it's like why didn't you order it oh no no sorry you know so I'd have to go over there sort that out and it was just we were just losing money you know uh, we ended up kind of running up uh, you know accountancy fees and uh, corporation tax bills and stuff like that we couldn't pay it so I said right okay we need to part company so we parted company um and it, it wasn't amicable at first. You know, he kind of felt that I'd pushed him out and all this kind of stuff. But uh, it wasn't, that wasn't the case. You know, we're, we're mates now. But, um, yeah, after that, eventually, you know, after about four or five years, I was kind of dragging around this old debt and I wasn't earning enough money to kind of pay that off. I was paying my tax bills and stuff as I was going, but I couldn't pay off the old bills and it was just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, and then... Uh, I, I went through uh, a divorce, you know, four or five years ago, and obviously that was the final nail in the coffin. Um, so I just said, right, that's it. So I went for bankruptcy. Um, yeah. And while it was good in a way, because, you know, it, I mean, it's one of the best things I ever did because I got rid of all that debt and I've managed to start again. Uh, but at the same time, saying goodbye to that company, I mean, I, I probably could have kept it, um, yeah. but it, it was sad, you know, it was like my first big thing you know it was yeah. the first thing in it and it had such a good reputation and I mean I'm still still working for the clients now I still yeah. managed to retain all of them but uh yeah it, it was sad you know it was like your baby you know sort of of. tarnished tarnish the the took the sheen off your first sort of business as such. yeah it did it did and it and it part of me kind of thinks oh you know I could maybe I could have kept it and just dragged it out would that have felt better but then at the same time it was almost like it was tarnished, you know, and I didn't want yeah. to kind of be associated with that, you know, that whole business partner and stuff like that. So, yeah, that, I mean, that, that was that was the lowest point. Yeah, for sure. healthy option was to let it go. Let it go, yeah. move on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You, you seem to be on uppers now, because uh, obviously I know you're from Brussels Brush, social media, Instagram. Mm -hmm. uh, and you, you, we, we all, everybody that follows you know, we turn some class work out, but you do seem to do some nice jobs. And you, you partnered up, obviously, with Tommy at Devlin, didn't you? Uh, yeah, yeah. But you, you were smashing some nice work out there. So what's been the highest point? Well, so, I mean, that was one of, you know, and that's on my Instagram. Um, you know, I managed to, I, I carried on running what was a, my original scratch painting decorating Instagram account. Yeah. I continued that even though I folded the company. Uh, and then I hadn't folded the company until I'd met Tommy um, from Devlin Decor. And I'd kind of... Uh, I'd moved to Brighton from Hayward Heath um, and I'd seen uh, 
some of his work on Instagram and I started following him and I just thought this guy's like it's got really really good great eye for it very yeah. similar you know like the uh his bio and the write-ups and the photos and stuff he's very passionate about it and yeah. very very similar and that's why Tommy and I get on I think uh yeah. so I kind of messaged him uh and I I'd uh, injured my back so I'd kind of given up doing a lot of exterior work so I said would you be interested in taking some of it um I've also I'm going to be kind of downsizing this is the situation uh and you know so we kind of got chatting um and then he phoned me up and said oh is there any chance you could do a papering job for me but at the time I couldn't fit it in um and I said to him on the phone then I just said um give us a job and we laughed yeah. and he was like oh yeah yeah and I said no seriously mate you know and I said can we have a chat and he was like, all right mate and uh it he had a job in January. I had a, a kitchen, a hand-painted kitchen, got cancelled. And I phoned him up. I said, look, mate, have you got – because I couldn't move. I had four other months' work booked in, but I couldn't move it forward. It was all one of those, you know, really tricky jobs yeah. in January trying to move it forward. So I phoned him up and said, look, um, you know, have you got anything? And he said, I have, actually. I've got, like, a three-bed house in Brighton. Would you want to do it? So I said, yeah, cool. So I started doing it. And he came over and he said, oh, yeah, you know, it looks all tidy. It's great. We became really good friends. And I, I said, look, this is the situation. I'm going to fold my company. Uh, would you be willing in uh, taking me on, obviously, if it works out? Uh, and in exchange for some of my client base, you give me a job, you know, so yeah. that you don't have to then panic about trying to find my work because you still have some of my clients. And he said, all right, yeah, cool. Let's give it a go. And then we ended up working together for three years. And as I put on one of my Instagram posts, uh, when I started work for him, it's, you know, it's one of the highest points in my personal career, you know, to go and work for Tommy, you know, and he's, he's, he's uh, become a very good friend of mine. And, you know, some of the work, you know, we've done jobs for uh, clients we're not allowed to talk about <laughs> not because they're ourselves, but because, yeah, non-disclosure <laughs> agreements, um, you know, Steve Coogan's house, we are allowed to talk about him. And, uh, yeah. yeah, he is an arsehole. But is anyway... It? It's, 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 I've never been a fan. I'm more Jimmy Carr myself. I've never been a Steve Coogan fan. I was a massive Steve Coogan fan, like huge, like lifelong, you know, love his work. And it's, but after working for him, uh, well, I mean, it wasn't direct for him. We only met him once and he was really miserable. Yeah. Uh, but it was just what we heard back, you know, and uh, I can't say too much. But, um, yeah, he was he's just yeah, he's a bit of an arse. Basically. Well, they, but, they reckon most comedians are manic depressives, aren't they? They're, they're happy in public and depressive yeah, when they're I mean, not. I mean, to be fair, I think it's probably, you know, they always say, I'll never meet your idols. And I think that's the thing, you know, I was expecting him to come in as Alan Partridge, <laughs> start jumping around. And you've got to kind of remember that, well, that's not what they're like. You know, they're just writers yeah. or, you know, performers yeah. or whatever. It's, it's all there. But I think you kind of get it in your head. And so, in his defense, you know, he's probably all right but I, yeah. I was I wanted to see Alan Partridge yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, next time he's in Asda he probably won't see you in your whites with a paintbrush and a kettle in your hand every time then <laughs> exactly I, I was hoping to be in one of his shows at least come on yeah <laughs> um, so yeah so anyway yeah like getting back to it like um Tommy yeah like we we did some amazing work and we you know we're still working together um we you know I, I worked for him for three years um and we got them really, really well. I think we kind of got to that point where towards the end, you know, we were kind of uh, still moving in the same direction, but it was the right time. You know, obviously me being a diva, 
um, I kind of wanted to go off and kind of do, you know, specialize into just doing kind of spraying. Uh, Tommy still does obviously a lot of spraying, he's very good at it. Um, but I just, I think we kind of got to that point where we said, look, I think we'd be better off if we just kind of work together, subcontract. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I don't piss him off because I'm not phoning up saying, oh, I need this masking tape. And, you know, <laughs> so, you know, it just works better now, you know, and it, and it's great, you know. So, but yeah, that was um, uh, definitely one of the high points in my, my working life, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so where, where do you see yourself in five years now you've moved on from? Now, now you're back as domestic graffiti working alongside uh, Tommy rather than for him. Where do you see yourself? I know, I know you're setting yourself up spray-wise. Yeah, I mean, basically, I kind of, when I I was torn for about, like, the last kind of year, I think it's about the last year I worked for Tommy, I was kind of humming and ahhing, and he'd said to me, like, a couple of times, you know, when I started going off and doing some spray courses and um you know I was doing more and more bits like that he kind of said oh I think you know in time you're going to go off and you know and I was at that time I the thought of it was terrifying I thought I can't go back to that you know and it and it was a lot of fear to kind of go back even though I know uh you know I'm capable of running a company and marketing and doing all those stuff and I really enjoy that side of things at the same time I didn't want to go back through you know that fear of the financials and the pressure and all that kind of stuff um so it was, i was yeah really kind of worried about that um but in the end i just you know took that leap of faith to kind of go off and do it um yeah. and now i just want to kind of really specialize in doing you know hand-painted kitchens uh sorry uh, sprayed kitchens sprayed furniture um and just yeah kind of give up doing the exterior work as much as i do enjoy it and i do really like doing an exterior yeah. I kind of um, physically, I just need to make it easier for myself. Yeah, I, th- I think there's a lot of us sort of going on like that. I've got a few mates, obviously, you- you'll know they are on Instagram and social media that are going along the same route. Uh, but there's yeah. there's some class brain work out there. I mean, your- yours is mint, but I know you'll follow, I don't know Thanks. the guy's proper name, the bloke at K-Spray. He turns some uh, bloody brilliant stuff out, doesn't he? He's, yeah, he's actually on my list of, uh, like, some of the questions you said about who uh, on Instagram. But, yeah, yeah, his stuff is incredible. Like, yeah. he's amazing. And he's such a nice guy as well. Like, I, um, I hadn't seen much of him on Instagram, and he just, like, popped up. Oh, uh, he started yeah, chatting. So I just popped up on mine, sort of. Yeah, um, I'd kind of message him just being like, Jesus Christ, that, like, the work is unreal and he's just he really really helped me on a couple of jobs like i've uh he, he said oh yeah come up to the factory so like tommy and i one day we're gonna go up and i really want to do it you know we've been talking about it for about four or five months now but we will at some point i really want to go up there and yeah. he's just been brilliant like he sent me i'll oh, try this try that you know uh loads of tips and stuff and i had just like on my instagram i had that um high gloss uh black side table yeah um and that I was absolutely terrified about doing it. Like I, I can, I know I can spray and I know I can do the prep, but I've never done high gloss, like yeah. liquid gloss. And I was just, I was terrified. And I, I messaged him and I was saying, you know, this, yeah, how about this? And he was going, no, 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 do this, do that, do that. And I did it and it just came out and I nailed it. And all yeah. the people that have seen it have just, said like one guy walked into the workshop after i'd sprayed and done the final coat and he was just like it's almost like a, a pool of liquid 
tar. It was yeah. it's incredible, and it's it's one of those jobs that you do. And I was just I was blown away, and that was all because. I, you know, I've got the confidence from uh, K-Spray to do that, you know, yeah. Uh, and yeah, hats off, like, you know, and, and I think that's one of the greatest things about Instagram is that kind of uh, helping each other out and guidance yeah. and stuff, you know. I, I find it's a better better community than Facebook. I think, personally, I think oh, Facebook's yeah, dying a bit. Uh, you you can yes. watch it. I mean, uh, the groups, I mean, obviously, I run Buzz at Brush, but you can watch it. They're all dying to Facebook. And I think I find the thing is with Instagram, it's a lot easier to deflect negativity. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's it's easier to pick and choose who you can be positive with, you know, and help same people. I mean, K-Spray, somewhere along the line, uh, I don't know if he's technically a decorator, but he's somebody I'd like to have on. He's on me at least. I've got a, I've got a hit yeah, list. Yes, definitely. Uh, I think I'm sure his name, I'm, I'm really sorry if I get it right, I'm sure it's Christian. Yeah. I just think his name's Christian. He's such a nice guy, like I really, really want to meet him. But yeah, he was saying that he, um, I think he started off in furniture finishing or, uh spraying um windows or something like that but it wasn't in a uh, kind of decorator kind of yeah capacity such yeah so but he's now getting into that and uh he was kind of saying oh you know if you've got any tips and stuff like that and i just felt that's the weird thing about instagram you can kind of like think you're good and think you're you know the the top of your game and stuff and then someone will come along like that and just Honestly, it's like it's, yeah. it's humbling. It, it's I, really I, I think, humbling. I think in a good way, it, it helps because you, you're always aspiring to be better. And yeah, I, I listened to a podcast the other day, and it, it says it's like um, it's like you're climbing a mountain. Somebody mm. that's above you in the game reaches down and pulls you up, whereas yeah. you're pulling somebody else up behind you, a bit like mentoring sort of thing. Or yeah, such. yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, yeah, that's it, that's it, I've, I've learned off younger, you know, I learned from off Scott Barnett the other week. I mean, he's probably, what, 20 years younger than me. Yeah. Nearly, um, yeah. Scott's got in lips. So I thought, Jesus, I never knew that. You know, and you can always learn yeah. something. Yeah, you know, definitely. You... Like, yeah, every day is a school day, definitely. Yeah. But I, I do find Instagram can be really humbling, you know, and and I think that is a good thing, you know. Like some of the guys on there that I follow, uh, you know, and I've seen seen it, and it does kind of make you come away just thinking, gee, I'm fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> It really does, honestly. Like when I started looking at like case bro stuff, I was like, "Oh my god!" You know, I've got a mountain to get to. Yeah. to but but it's good to have that goal, you know. Yeah. J Head's another one. Do you follow J Heads? Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. on my list as well. Like his stuff is insane. Like really, yeah. really, just so good. Yeah. And they're really nice guys. Like really yeah. helpful and chatty. And and I I like I like that about Instagram. You know, I get a load of messages of people saying, "Oh, you know what." system do you use for this what gun do you recommend how do you do that and you know i try and help when i can but some of the things i, I you know I, i'll pass it on i'll just say look you'll have to go to these guys because they do they specialize in that or yeah. they're more used to air assisted airless or whatever you know I, i'll kind of give advice if i can you know and i always like i really enjoy helping people and you know if i can give some tips but yeah it's, there's so many guys out there who are just absolutely killing it you know really really yeah. good yeah, there's some top guys out there. So when did you realise you'd made it, if you have made it? Definitely haven't made it. Um, <laughs> Will we ever yeah, make I, it as decorators? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's at the end of it. I just, I almost want to just go into work and someone say, that's it, you've done. You, you've yeah. made it. There yeah. you are. There's, we're going to pay you like £2,000 a week for the rest of your life. That's it. You Hang yeah. up your boots, you've made it. 
It's yeah. not going to happen. <laughs> I, I, I was talking to somebody today, because I get, like you say about messages, I get a fair few phone calls uh, with obviously people on off social media. I was talking to one today, a, a good mate of mine that's off, off one of, uh, who's off social media based in London. And we was on about something, and he says, he says, what is your end, like with the old podcast, social media work? He says, what is your, your, your end plan? I says, I haven't got one. Just winging it, do me decorating, help where I can. There is no monetary thing. I says, it's basically like there is no end game. Yeah, I don't know. Just I don't keep know going what... and keep going. Yeah, exactly. I, I just don't really know, you know, just keep on doing nice jobs, really, and just kind of keep going until I can't hold a spray again anymore <laughs> I'm, I'm just yeah, I'm, I'm just pretty boring typical capricorn 40 hours a week holidays you know yeah. earn the money go on holiday that's it that's my life <laughs> yeah exactly and, and that's that's that is something to aspire to you know to just to be comfortable and i think for me i don't think you know i'll ever say oh yeah i've made it i, I just want to be kind of comfortable there's always another room on ladder you want to get higher at if, if you're earning if you're earning hundred grand a year, you probably think I want to earn two hundred grand next year. Exactly, I've always said that. Like you can never earn enough money. Like you know, when I kind of look back at times when I got pay rises or started earning more money and stuff, I thought, oh my god, this is amazing. But it's never enough. Yeah. Never. But yeah. I'm not that I'm not that hung up on it to kind of you know it doesn't. I'm not hugely materialistic. I like nice things. I like nice tools and gadgets and what what have you. But I don't spend a huge amount of money on myself. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, I'm just happy keeping keeping on. So, so, so you mentioned gadgets there. Is there yeah. any gadgets, apps, or what have you that you couldn't live without that you use for work that you'd um, highly recommend? I mean, apps wise, I don't use a huge amount. I mean, I kind of uh, obviously Instagram, Facebook. I hate Facebook, but still. <laughs> <laughs> you are still on Facebook. It's a love uh, relationship, I think, Facebook. Yeah, it, it's a disgusting place. But at the same time, you know, I have it for the business page. Um, uh, Instagram, I really like. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Google My Business. Uh, that's it. That's quite a cool little app for managing your reviews and online. Yeah. Uh, most of my invoicing and estimates are, well, all of them, in fact, are done on uh, Joist. I don't yeah. know if you've heard of that. I've, I've been I've been looking at the moment because the, th the problem I've got with a lot of them, you, I'm pretty anal with my paperwork, and you can't customize it enough. I've looked at QuickBooks, Cashflow, Joist. I know that's the trouble. There's so many of them doing it, and it's kind of um, you know I used to use that. Uh, what was that? That's the one everyone used to use. My invoice or something like that. Well, it'll come to me in a minute. Yeah. And I used that for a while, and then they started saying, oh, no, it's £70 a year. And then it was Oh, like, I know which one you mean now. One of my friends using it because he was asking me what I use the other day because he says, what you do you use? Because I'm money. Yeah. can't remember what it is. It was the, it was one of the biggest ones anyway. And it was a good good app. But then they started, I think it was like £70 for the year, which wasn't too bad. But then they yeah. wanted like £20 a month. And then it was going up and up and up. And I was just like, no, fuck that. You know, yeah. uh, I, so and now kind of obviously the new accountant and stuff are trying to get all, all on board with zero um you know software and I've, I've, looked, I've looked at zero i was talking to an accountant that does my payroll because i have two different ones one for accounts one for payroll uh bizarre for some reason i don't because my, my accountant my regular accountant don't do payroll for some reason uh but it's, I was talking to uh, the, the lady that does my payroll, and I, I mentioned zero. She says it's too complicated for one-man band. Don't need it. Yeah, see, I'm only going down that line because the um, uh, 
my accountant, he he is going to be kind of managing the whole lot, basically, all I have to yeah. do is basically just to take screenshots and receipts and all that kind of stuff. He's And part of the uh, accountancy fee is him training me up on it. So yeah. that's the only reason I'm going down there because most of the time, Jesus, yeah, it would kill me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, I, I think they ought to, probably more so in college, they ought to do a bit more uh, educating you on how to run a business, I think. Yeah. There's so many yeah. people that are clueless, but I think going back to schools, they ought to educate kids on money handling as well. I think so. Yeah, yeah definitely. All, all the way through school, I think, you know, like learning how to save money and banking and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's ne- we never talk about it in this country. And that's yeah. why yeah, I, bad, I, bad I, debt. I, I think there's a big stigma around money. It's like when you're more so with tradesmen, when, you, when you've got a customer on a domestic job, there's such a big stigma about asking for your money. It's, I, I used to cringe when I used to give them a bill because I hate, ask, I hate chasing money up. You know, know, if you've had someone that's had the invoice a week and, oh, we'll send you a check and you ain't got it. But I know. Now, now I'm just up front and found that the more you do it, the easier it gets. Yeah, I'm the same. I was, I'd always do that and I just end up lighting that awkward phone call just going, um, yes, I was just wondering, uh, is it okay to uh, ask for another uh, 25%? Nowadays, like, I make sure like all my estimates, you know, all my paperwork and stuff, it is clearly in there, like yeah. 25% up front. 25% when you start, you know, clear payments or I have a payment schedule on there and I then have it in the terms and conditions and any non-payments, that's it, you yeah. know, we're off-site basically. And and I find that, you know, if you do that and you're straight up front about it and transparent, it's the best way to be. Yeah. You know, I, I still don't like asking about money, you know, <laughs> I don't like it. But, um, yeah, it's, it's weird. <laughs> what, 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 what's the politest way of saying, give me my money that you owe me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, because you don't want to alienate them, so they think, "Hey, we'll not use him next time." It's too too honest tales for money. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I just I think just being careful with who you work with now. Yeah, you know that's one of the biggest things. You know, and if I have, and I've had it a couple of times in the past. You know, if uh, people kind of, if anyone balks at the idea of paying a deposit, then I just won't work for them. You know, yeah. they're just like, "Oh, we don't want to pay a deposit because you might run off with the money." It's like, well, no, we need to start on a mutual. Yeah basis and mutual base of um, respect yeah yeah trust and you know if and also i find you know a lot of these guys that kind of get bumped end up getting bumped for it they they leave so much money on the jobs and stuff and i I just don't i think that's the worst way to do it you know that people are struggling with cash flow not struggle we all struggle with cash flow but you can eliminate a huge amount of that and just by you know if if you've got a non-payer at least if you've had 25 50 percent you've left not left as much on the table when they don't pay you exactly and also i think you know if you're kind of you have to be careful with them using that as that kind of holding that power over you do you know what i mean like oh we've yeah. got three grand of your money and all that kind of stuff if you kind of leveled the playing field a little bit they need to get the job done and you need the rest of the money so it kind of works better i think yeah. Yeah. that's the way i look at it so anyway is, is there any books podcasts or anything along them lines that have helped you in your in your business yeah. you know because you mentioned your systems with your with your paperwork yeah i mean kind of paperwork was always my weakness and it, it probably still is to a certain extent i should be better at it uh but then i'm of the same i'm of that kind of uh, state of mind where i think if you you know to stick to your strengths i'm good at painting i'm not an accountant so yeah. i paid someone to do that you know i guess i could probably pay a lot less you yeah. know if i learned to do spreadsheets and all that kind of stuff but it's never going to happen you know i, I struggle yeah. with 
numbers. You know, I'm not the best. Stick to what you know. Yeah, exactly. So I, yeah. I pay someone to do that. Um, so no, I don't. There hasn't been many kind of books I've read about how to kind of run a business. I, uh, there was one book I read which really kind of inspired me when I set up a business, and I like that whole kind of entrepreneurial thing. And it's a book called Beer Mat Entrepreneur. I don't I've know if you've heard of it. I'm out it's that. really good. It's got uh, by a guy called Chris West. Yeah. Um, and it's about you know just when you have an idea, you know, like in a pub when you're writing it on the back of a beer mat, hence the title, about how to kind of like factor in all these kind of things, you know, that you don't think about. You think, oh, yeah, I can set up a business. I'm going to start selling T-shirts. Well, okay, you need to do this. You need to do this. But it's done in like real layman's terms. And I thought that was a really good book, you know, and it's helped give me some kind of ideas about, yeah, marketing and stuff like that. Um, That Sounds a bit not much dissimilar to the E-Myth. Yes, very, very similar. I haven't, I've, I've downloaded that but only because everyone goes, oh, you must read it, you must read it. And I will get around to it, but it's on my phone. I've got about three books on there I must read. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's meant to be, E-Myth's meant to be really, really it's, good. It is, it is a pretty good book. It took me about two reads for somebody to sink in. Right. So I've, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not, a, I have space of reading where I can read a book and then I can read a book another night. I can get to end at page and none of it sunk in what I've read. I, I'm exactly the same, and I, I've always I read a huge amount, but I can only sounds weird. I only really read online. Like yeah. I'll read, you know, articles, and I read the Guardian website, and Guardian. Just yeah, we disagree about that. <laughs> I, do you know? I bought a paper for about five, six years. I just got sick of all doom and gloom. Oh, mate, I'm, 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 I'm a bit exactly. insulin ignorant to it all. I don't do news. Don't do news. I'm exactly the same. I'm exactly the same. But it just uh, you know, I do kind of just just keep me kind of towing what like what's going in. So uh, yeah, I mean that's about the state of it. I never buy a newspaper. They can they can all burn in hell for as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> um, another good book. I uh, and you and I were talking about this last week. Actually, was uh, crushing it. Gary Vaynerchuk. Oh yeah, that's great. It's yeah. really, really good. He uh, and also like his podcasts. Yeah, I don't uh, have to turn them out though, don't you? You've got to, you've got to be there is a few too many. I, I, yeah, I'm very kind of selective with how many I download because it's, it's just ridiculous. It's just <laughs> non stop. But no, he's pretty cool. Like his uh, ideas about marketing and social media and stuff, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, but, uh, where the what so what would I know we've touched on this so far? because uh, we I don't I can't remember it was prior to recording or in the recording uh we've touched on that presentation when you turn up to a job Uh, what would you say is the best advice for selling yourself and what you use to set you apart from others if you don't mind giving any secrets away yeah um well when i set up um scratch um painting decorating i went i was kind of really nervous about all you know other other firms and stuff and it's like oh god you know am I worthy of you know kind of I was quite intimidated by a lot of them and um I don't know who it was that said some other painter or something it was just like don't even fear the opposition crush them yeah which now I don't really kind of stand by that but at that time it really helped me to kind of like be like you know what that's it I'm not going to be intimidated I'm a good decorator and I'm going to go out there and just prove it yeah so uh, you know, I went out there and I did it. And when I kind of set up the business, as I said earlier, I wanted to kind of be known for, you know, being clean, tidy, uh, reliable, uh, get the job done on time, not too expensive, uh, but not too cheap. 
um, and I kind of marketed my uh, company at um, real high-end properties. And the way I did that was I got um, a load of really nice glossy flyers uh, printed up just from like Vista print. I think this was like, Jesus, must be like 15, 16 years ago. Didn't cost much. But they looked really, really good. And then I just drove out to all the really, really nice posh roads, you know, like yeah. it's where you get shot if you go too near the gateway. <laughs> thing but i would go and do that and i would just like go and like drop flyers you know in all the nice houses that i wanted to work at and yeah. i wasn't i wasn't naive I, I knew that most of those probably 99 of those flyers would end up in the recycling or the dog would eat them or yeah. they'd be thrown away but out of those every time i did a flyer drop i got a job and out of those jobs i would get another job uh, and it kind of snowballed and that's how i kind of really wanted to go top end and I ended up working for some clients with just ridiculous houses like underground gymnasiums, swimming pools, helicopter pads, all that kind of stuff, just purely because I put myself out there. Yeah. Um, and then I, uh, at that time, at the same time, I joined Dulux Select. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't laugh. No, no you, beat, them, you beat me to it. That's my curveball. I was going to say, train oh, associations, do you think they help? There we go. Yeah. So um, that was it. I kind of, I was with them for eight years. Um, and I have to say, you know, it did, it was very good for the business. You know, it really kind of, a lot of the jobs that I got, you know, they give you like the glossy brochures and the, uh, folders and the, yeah. you know, all the header sheets and everything. So that when you put that package through someone's door, excuse me, um, they would open it and see the gloss, glossy kind of file and say, Oh my God, this looks amazing. Yeah. And I like they've got some effort money. Yeah, definitely. And a lot of people would associate with do that and say, oh, they're the reputable, reputable firm. Uh, they liked the fact that the work was guaranteed for two years, um, you know, and it really, really worked. You know, it was uh, it was re- very good for the business. Uh, but towards the end of it, I just I started, obviously, as everyone else did, losing faith in the products, um, and it just became, yeah, I just I couldn't kind of put my name to it. It felt like I was being a bit disingenuous by kind of promoting Dulux when there was a million other products out there that are better and still are, you know, and while I don't want to get into, we could, we could do an hour long podcast on ripping Dulux to pieces. Um, (laughs) I won't do that here, (laughs) but yeah, so we kind of like, yeah, we parted company, but yeah, but to get back to the question, I kind of uh, wanted to kind of look the part, you know, so I've made, uh, you know, got my van sign written uh, and I've always been kind of very, into you know how the logos look and all that kind of you know I'd, an eye for detail about how something would stand out and catch yeah. you up um and i think you know all the companies or the, sorry the logos and stuff i've had over the years have kind of reflected that um yeah. and, and I, I do get a lot of people kind of messaging me now with my a van that i've got now um is you know this the sign writing and stuff i, I deliberately copied grand theft auto uh type oh, from- that's where i've seen it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 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 yeah i'm not a gamer but now i've got it yeah yeah now see just- i'm an old old school gamer uh I, I do still do it occasionally but um not yeah not like my kids do yeah. uh but yeah i knew that i i always like that type font and i knew that that would click with people um and then yeah and i get loads of messages from people saying oh i love the van yeah i love the logo and all that kind of stuff and i, I think it you know, I like that kind of marketing yeah. Sort of things. Yeah. Yeah. So where, where do you see the trade heading? 
Um, I this think could be a right rabbit warren. This one. <laughs> well, no, I, yeah, it, it's, no, I think it's. I, I I genuinely think that because of the birth of social media, I know it's been around for quite some time now, but I think now people are getting involved in social media in a big way. Uh, I have the utmost respect for anybody who goes and puts their work online because we all know, you know, we've seen it. We've had to pr pretty much separate people on Brothers of the Brush, you and I, yeah. for like people tearing strips off each other, you know, and yeah. we've all done it. You know, we've all jumped on people for, oh, that, that's crap, this is crap. And, yeah. you know, this is kind of online bullying and stuff. But I, I do have a lot of respect. If you can put your work out there, that means you have a bit of pride and a bit of passion in, in your work. And in what I, whatever trade that is, you know, I follow loads of joiners, I follow loads of uh, plumbers and sparkies and all, all different trades, and they're all passionate about their work. And I think because of that, nowadays you haven't got anywhere to hide. You know, like you yeah. could do a job, you know, like when my dad was um, a builder, you know, 30 years ago, you could do a job and fuck it up and rip the guy off and stuff. And it would take ages for him to get a bad name for that. Yeah. Because you know, all it would be was, oh, phone your mate and say, oh, don't use so-and-so. Don't use this company. Yeah. You know, whereas now, yeah. <laughs> you know, beyond Google, you are going to get hammered and slated, you know. Yeah. And it's the same with all, you know, across the board. You know, you go to a restaurant, TripAdvisor or something, yeah. and if if you get a load of, from the people that are working there you're going to just go straight on you're going to go well, straight it, yeah it's a double-edged sword because it's same same with products we use if you get a product you're not happy with first thing you can do is go straight online and slate it in it <laughs> exactly i mean we you know we saw that massive thing that was on i think it was on spray nation or something the other day about color bond and how they um oh yeah that was uh that was professional sprayers thing yeah it was handled pretty yeah, poor that weren't it i mean it was savage but the way they went on there and I just wrote on there. I didn't want to get into the bashing too much. It was amazing to read, I was yeah. laughing. but I just went on there and just wrote arrows underneath the, uh, the main guy from Colorbond and put arrows up to it and just said, this is how you do not respond on social media. Yeah. And they're a lot of defensive and like, oh no, no 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 you know giving it all that all the mouth is, is it yeah simon is, is actually a nice guy i've spoke to him oh, i like him. Orders from color bond and he's he, I, I said to him i says it's a bit of a food pile that he says yeah we've learned from that i, I think i realized and it's very easy to get defensive on there you know and we've yeah. we've all done it you know everyone goes on there and especially when it's your own work and your own thing yeah. that you're passionate about if someone comes on there and just slags it off you're gonna you're gonna bite uh yeah. but i think Nowadays, I think, yeah, like you say, it's a double-edged sword. I think it's it's very good that everybody has to – you can't rest on your laurels now because yeah. you're going to get slated. And, yes, you may get one crappy comment and stuff and people will just pass it off. But if you get 10 crap reviews, that means you're crap. Yeah. Simple yeah. as that. There's always going to be somebody you can't please, isn't there? Yeah, exactly. But I think, you know, I think that's the way the trade's going to go. I think we kind of – everyone's pushing each other to new levels and you know with the dust free sounding you know i remember when we first bought our festivals six five six years ago and that was late in the day compared to some of the other decorators yeah. there are people people saying on like forums just like oh we snob you know oh, like that. Your pumps <laughs> and all that yeah we used to get that on brothers the brush and stuff and you just kind of think you're a fucking idiot you know yeah 
that was one of the best things that like lifted my company to the next level and my work to the next level was because we kind of pushed each other and everybody starts seeing it you know I wanted a festival for years and years and years and when I got it I was just like right okay now I want this now I want that and it's not that about how many... pit in it. <laughs> yeah well uh, yeah I mean it is it, and it is very addictive but at the same time um you know it just it, it does I think all of that with the social media is helping make the industry, especially decorating, better. You know, because if someone goes on there and posts a picture when they've got their curtains down on the floor instead of using packets or, <laughs> you know what I mean? They're going to get hammered and, and rightly yeah. so. Rightly yeah. so. And, I, and, and I think that is the way, whether it's, you know, harsh or not, that's the way you're going to have to, like, step yeah. up. I, th- I think, yeah, I, th- I think that's the way. I think it's just... My problem with people is it's not what they say, it's how they say it. I think just because there's some people out there, I'll not say names, just I I respect the knowledge, but I don't respect them. Because I think because you've got the knowledge, it don't give you a green light to be a complete bell end to people. Exactly, exactly. And you do see a lot of that. And I I see there's a couple of people on uh, Instagram. That was one of the things um, that I was going to kind of rant about was just, and I'm not going to, name names it's not right to do it but there's a lot of people in there who kind of they post their work and it's in my mind and i think the way it should be is that social media you should be talking you should be responding to people if somebody says uh oh nice job uh you know what paint did you use i'm not just going to ignore them or i'm not just going to go oh I'll, I'll dm you you know mm-hmm. because i feel that if you're putting your work out there you should be able to talk about it and just say yeah. You know why can't everyone else do the same thing and it's like this weird secret and i remember like someone had i'd asked someone a question and then they someone had posted that this the certain person that i'd asked had posted a meme like the next day saying uh sick of people expecting a free lunch yeah and that was a blatant dig and i just thought jesus christ like everybody is learning you know we're yeah. all like, helping each other out and stuff and that was a blatant dig and it wasn't maybe it wasn't just at me, but it just came right at that same time. And I, I I didn't rise to it, but I just thought there's a lot of people out there who kind of want to take the glory and get all the likes and go, oh yeah, I'm amazing and stuff, but they won't help other people. Yeah, but I think the thing is with that, it's is again, it's another double-edged sword. I've I've got a couple of friends who won't share what they use because it's it's reversed the other way. They share what they use, and the other person does it and has all the glory and yeah. doesn't give the original person credit for it so you get yeah. I've, I've had it where i've posted a picture online for a part for a sprayer use these are cheaper mm. somebody else posts it on another group uh a couple Clips. of months later and it was picture of my worktop with my picture cropped get wow. these and then now there's some I mean, sort of I'll, I'll give a bit of a clue there's some sort of spray guru and it was a picture of my worktop with the parts on you know, and everybody's, oh, so sorry, he's great. He's giving all these great ideas. Yeah, it's my bloody picture from two months ago. With idea, my idea. And yes, that's, that's what irritates me. So it's, it, it works both muggy. ways, doesn't it? That is well muggy. Yeah. But I just think, yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I know exactly what you're saying, you know, and you, you do get a lot of people who take, 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 take. Yeah. You know, and and I notice there's a couple of people in there who will ask questions and never kind of, you know, you'll answer them. Uh and they read it, or you know, if it's a DM or something, they read it, but then they won't say thanks or anything. And I just yeah. think, it's, you know, I'm... Or, or, or they come straight in, not hi, how are you? I've followed your work, it's nice. They just come straight yeah. in, what you're using. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And 
yeah and then all of a sudden yeah like you say they're kind of gaining credit for it and just going oh try this guys try that guys and you just think yeah fuck you but it's it's it's, 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 it's i mean i used to be very anti-supplier very anti-rep until i mean a, a few of them are, a few of them are good friends now and i speak to some of them some of them are complete bellends mm. uh but some of them i speak to and i see it from their side now and i think it's like the decorating show You've got decorators out there. They go, they turn up. They want all the freebies. They won't even make the effort to speak to the rep, you know. And it's 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 about building relationships. They just go and hold the hand out, and oh, they they won't they won't give me ten rolls of tape. Well, yeah. no, at least, at least have a chat to them, give them a time of day, and build a relationship with them. You know, it's yeah, exactly. I, 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 I've seen that, especially like saw it on Brothers of the Brush. I've only been to the P and D show, and not last year, the year before when I went up with the. Devlin Decor, and um, you know there was loads of people going, oh, you know the show was crap this year. You know there was no freebies, and it's like that's not what it's about. Yeah, it's not what it's about. And and I think we were talking about this the other day that there's people that were going out there grabbing all the tape and stuff like that. Yeah, we, you and I were talking about this last week, and then they were there, you know, so oh, yeah, here's some tape from Dell Tech or whatever. Um, you know do us a favour after you've used it, go on and just, you know, write about it on Brothers of the Brush or wherever. Yeah, I'll give or us on your Instagram what you or whatever it is it. and just, yeah, yeah, tag us in, you know, and that's how it works. And, you know, and then those people won't do it. You know, they just take, 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 take. And yeah. and then they wonder why they're not getting all their freebies. It's muggy. It's so when, when, when you're giving 2,000 rolls of tape away and getting no yeah. feedback on it, you think, I mean, I heard, I don't know how true it is, Johnson's weren't there last year. I, I heard a rumour that it cost them 80 grand for their stall with the size of it, the logistics. And then you've got all decorators there holding their hand out wanting freebies and what are they gain in return for it? Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? You know, and you think, well, I, I, I could quite understand why they don't bother and why they won't give freebies out. You know, maybe a better way of doing it is you have the card around your neck and you get 25% off anything you buy in a day rather than a freebie. I think that would be best. Yeah, just stop the yeah. freebies. I, yeah. You know, I, as you know, I, I did a post on uh, my Instagram, must have been about a year ago, um, and just wrote on there, just sick of people like begging for stuff. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, go and buy your own it's role. Shameless. Hashtag Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is. It, and I just see it all the time, and I can't, I, it really annoys me. Like, <clears throat> and people like putting their name to things which are crap, and you know they're crap. And everybody knows they're crap. And you've you, you've got decorators who've like been doing it for 20, 30 years. Going, oh, I'll use this, you know, just putting the name to anything because they're getting paid for it. Fuck yeah. that, I hate yeah. it. Yeah, it's, it's you can't get an honest review on anything now. No. So if I don't, you'll probably remember this program, Room One Hundred One. Yeah. If 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 you could bin three things that irritate oh. you. Okay, so. One of those ones, actually two of those ones we just uh, spoke about. And, yeah, one of those is crap paint gadgets. Yeah. So I'm talking, I don't I don't really like naming things in here, but we're talking Betsy paint, mate. <laughs> so it's first one that comes it. to people's mind. I've not used it, but stuff like that. And I know there'd be some old lady or some housewife or some man who will old buy decorator. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And just go, oh, it's amazing. Yeah, it's really good. You get, look, the paint doesn't spill when you're walking up a ladder. It's like, I just, I, but that's fine. Like, you know, those things have a place and they do sell. Keep it on the shopping, uh, shopping yeah, uh, channel. Do you know what I mean? That's so. Yeah, that's put them in there. Um, 
the second one was again what we just spoke about was uh, people who don't help you know it just yes it needs to be a two-way street but that whole kind of uh social media becoming not social you know people kind of just taking what they want without putting something back or just people and they're just expecting the glory and then not you know that giving something you. back yeah, yeah. That, that annoys me um and then finally on that uh kind of going back to the like the gadgets thing is one thing that really bugs me is bad interfaces and bad um yeah just bad you know nowadays like everything's touchscreen which yeah. is great you know i love my phone um but then when i go on like netflix like it really bugs me when i like go through and it's just like oh this is here because you watch that which is a good idea like i want to see like suggestions yeah. like on spotify that's really good but i don't want 10 different lines of that and then having to scroll back over those things it should be like everyone wants to copy apple don't they because it's simple or it was simple yeah so just keep it simple you don't have to copy the exact same thing but let's just stop making overly complicated trying to be clever apps Win- windows you know, 10 <laughs> yeah, yeah just shit like that <laughs> try to copy apple <laughs> oh god just yeah it's not hard it's not hard yeah. to make something simple and just take out the clutter so yeah, that, yeah. get that in there I, I think the old premise what i read on apple on the iphone the original iphone is it's one phone suits all you make it as complicated or not as you want be adding what apps you want yeah 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 that's exactly. the old premise of it but it's uh, everybody's jumped on it now haven't they so yeah. where do we find you on social media mainly okay, instagram so yeah so uh social media is um just domestic graffiti all one word um so i'm there and then uh obviously i have a facebook page domestic graffiti um and then yeah google my business yell.com all that kind of stuff um yeah, yeah they're kind of linked together so yeah well for anyone that wants to follow you we'll put we'll put these links in show notes uh and, and going back to instagram are you loving on Instagram at the moment and think people need to get behind and watch? Okay, so number is, is one. Is this a long list? No, it's not, it's not too bad, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so number one, Devlin Decor. Yeah. <laughs> Got to pay a bit um, of homage. Yeah, absolutely. Like, he's not only is the work top notch, uh, they're, you know, not just obviously the quality of the work, but the. Uh, the type of work it is, you know, and just working with some amazing designers, um, hanging some stunning wallpapers, some just amazing work. Go and check him out. Uh, K-Spray that we spoke about. Yeah. Unreal. Uh, J-Heads. Yeah. Very, very good. Um, uh, along joinery and carpentry, uh, very good friend of mine, Ben from Cut Company. Um, a lot of the stuff on my Instagram has been, and Tommy uh, from Devon Deckel's Instagram, that is uh, made by the guys from Cut Company, and they're just next level, really, yeah. really good. Um, Tucker Decorating, very cool. Yeah, Phil. Yeah, yeah uh, Top Line PSC, uh, it's an American guy, but he, he does a lot of stuff on uh, Instagram TV. Is he uh, the one that had a little rant about somebody repurposing his uh, his Instagram stuff the other day and tagging him? I don't know. I might have yeah, missed Yeah, I think I know what you mean now. Yeah, it's, 
he's always he, got his mask on and then they come up and he'd be like oh this is how we're going to spray and he's yeah, yeah no I mean he had, he had a rant about one of the uh, the uh, insta famous American ones repurposing right. his material right uh, I know exactly who you're talking about yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's mentioned um, yeah. and yeah Homes by Holloway yeah Tom he yeah. makes me laugh so much um yeah he's just he's brilliant really good and nice nice guy great work and you of course chris obviously <laughs> you yeah i mean to be honest with you i can't you know i looked at that question and who who was i digging on instagram and there's so there's so many on there um yeah. rowan tree decor as well fantastic yeah. amazing work yeah but he's, um, she, she's i like because she's all about being female that's, yeah, that's one of my grades. I'm all for equality. It's, it's, it's not sexism, it's equality. And she, she, it isn't about being female, it's about she's a decorator. Yeah, absolutely. And she could just completely piss all over so many of the guys on there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, fair play for flying the flag. And, uh, yeah, she does some great work. Really, really good. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, there's, there's so many on there. I could go through and I'd, I'd always kind of... Uh, yeah, it was very hard to kind of get up a shortlist because there's hundreds of really, really good guys on there. Yeah, I think I, I think I could narrow it down to about six, but when I start scrolling through, I follow. I think, well, yeah, they're not a decorator, but I could follow them. I could follow them. I could follow exactly. them. You know, yeah. there's some quite, yeah. you know, there's some quite good ones out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one one of the guys that so you see, bright wakes me up every morning, brightens my days. Uh, I can't remember his proper name. The one that good morning Instagram. Oh, um. Uh, Craig, Craig uh, Towner. Towner, yeah, Towner Carpenter. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he wakes up in the morning. <laughs> One of them people that's always happy first thing. <laughs> yeah, no, just turn it down. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, I, I think that's about we've about covered everything. Um, unless there's anything else you want to add that we've we've not no, covered. No, I think it's all good. They're yeah. really good. Good, 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 good. Thank you very much, Chris. Yeah, no problem. It's a pleasure to have you on, Martin. I've, I've, I've known you a while now, and I've always respected your work and what you do, and I respect you. Um, I respect the way you carry yourself as well. You, 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 you remind me of me a bit. You, I mean, yeah, sometimes you get a bit sweary, but you're, uh, you're honest. But you, you know, you say what you think, but you're polite about it. And you, you yeah. don't, you know, you're not yeah, a bell end yeah. like some of them are, because you've got the knowledge. You don't come across as a bell end. Hopefully, I'm not too cocky just yet. I live so cocky. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'll think you're guilty of being a southerner. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the same to you, but I thought oh, I won't be rude, but you've just done it. <laughs> <laughs> what a proper northern monkey, <laughs> exactly. Oh, no, it's been a pleasure. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, no problems. Nice one. Speak to you so. Painted podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and is made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org.